0: Welcome to the Holiday Heroes of Jersey podcast, where you'll hear profiles of the people making a difference through the Greater Newark Holiday Fund. Every year, the Holiday Fund empowers 10 amazing regional charities to deliver real help to real people right here in Jersey. Join us this holiday season as we bring you stories of changed lives and renewed hope made possible by generous donations and the dedicated people helping our neighbors who need it most across the greater Newark, New Jersey region. Are you ready? Let's get to today's session.
1: Welcome back. Hey friends, this is Kenny Jang, host of the Holiday Heroes of Jersey podcast, broadcasting from the Garden State, the home base of the Greater Newark Holiday Fund. Today's conversation, I'm looking forward to it. It seems like we're going to have a fun based on our pre-show interview. Um, We're interviewing someone here that we call one of our holiday heroes right here in Jersey. We started this podcast because we wanted to shine a light on individuals, people just like you and me, but who have made the decision to make a difference where it counts right here in our own backyard of the Garden State. On today's show, we have Christine Farrow-Saxon. Welcome to the show, Christine.
2: Thank you. Pleasure to be here.
1: So, Christine, you're with the Family Service League. First of all, tell us where it's located. Where are you? Where is your operating base located in?
2: So we are located in Montclair, um, but we do service all of the community in Essex County.
1: Nice. Um, and I, first of all, I just want to thank you for taking a break from your busy schedule and all the operations. Um, I, it seems like you've got your hands full on yes. on all that you guys are doing. Um, I wanted to start with, let's just start there, What, what you do. So tell us a little bit about what your organization does and your role at Family Service League.
2: Okay, so uh, Family Service League consists of two programs, um, the Counseling Program, which provides individual, family, and couples counseling, um, and Save of Essex County, which is the County Sexual Violence Program. Um, so here at the center, I am the executive director, um, but I also do some programmatic stuff, so I oversee it directly our Rape Care Center, mm. as well as do some of our direct uh, therapy services.
1: Nice. Um, And one of the reasons why we brought you in here is um, the Greater New York Holiday Fund supports um, a bunch of different social service agencies across six different counties in in New Jersey. You're one of them in Montclair and Essex County. Um, And you're doing great work there. I just want to share all that you're doing with the people that are listening in today. Uh, But before we do that, let's talk about yourself In, in terms of your leadership role there. How did you first hear About Family Service League. How did you get involved? What, What was that point of entry into that organization? Yes.
2: So Family Service League has been around since 1881. So it's been here long before I've existed. Um, and really how I became interested in the agency was uh, 10 years ago, I took um, an internship here learning therapy for my second year of grad school. And I became so connected with the mission of the agency um, to really strengthen those in need um, that I kind of stayed and they couldn't get rid of me. Um, <laughs> so I started um, as a therapist and I then I became working with the um, at the time it was called the Essex County Rape Care Center as um, an advocate um, and doing outreach and prevention in the schools. Um, so I stayed on ever since as a therapist and about two years ago I took over as the executive director. So Family Service League has played such an important um, role in my career and also has been so important to me and the community that I really stayed with us and um, really am embracing this role and leading us to to um, continue to provide the services to um, those most in need.
1: So good. So good. Yeah. So um, you work with an amazing team there um, and they do so much, so much hands on work. Do you have a, a, an uplifting story or something you can share with us about your staff or volunteers to help our listeners say, get a better understanding of what you actually do? Because a lot of people don't have insight into what it is for Um, support for uh, a rape uh, um, and sexual violence and some of the other topics that you guys actually get in and do the heavy lifting for.
2: Yes, so um, our confidential sexual violence advocates um, primarily are volunteer. Um, and we are part of Essex County's sexual assault response team. So when someone is assaulted day, night, holidays, weekends, um, we go with them through the evidence collection process. Mm. So we go to the local hospitals and we sit there with them mm-hmm. um, through evidence collection, provide them with support provide them with a care package because the police take their clothing as evidence. Um, And often the person who's been assaulted hasn't ate anything, they haven't drank anything. So we bring this care package to them um, so that once the exam is over, we can provide them with some comfort. Um, In addition to the emotional support that we do provide. Um, So that we rely on our advocates. And we go out this weekend on a holiday weekend. Um, Unfortunately, we did have many cases. Our advocates go out two, three in the morning, um, and we're there through the whole process. So we're there from the start to the finish, and then they could come back to our office to meet with one of our therapists for long-term counseling.
1: Now, now you mentioned many of these are actually volunteers within the program.
2: Yes. So in order to be a volunteer with us, um, you have to take the 40-hour confidential sexual violence training. Um, And then our volunteers undergo a lot of um, advanced kind of training after that because it really takes a unique person to be able to do this type of work. It is not easy. Um, So our volunteers are like we call them our angels that go out to the community and really help people in their most vulnerable moments.
1: Nice. And again, they're they're on call basically twenty four hours a day, right? This this is not something you schedule, um, and you need to be in response mode.
2: Correct. Um, In 2016, we had 3,000 calls for our emergency hotline. So not only are that our advocates going out into the community, they are also manning our emergency hotline because we receive calls day and night from people who may the assault may have occurred 10, 15 years ago, but they're calling in looking for support, and it could just be just to hear a friendly voice to say, "I believe you." I'm here for you and I'm listening for you. Um, And I could be giving you more um, support and referrals as needed. So our volunteers do a lot of work from us. But because we're so busy here in Essex County, um, we do rely a lot on the staff um, to really take on a lot of those calls. We get multiple calls at a time, multiple call outs at a time. So my staff who work so, so much in our office doing their regular jobs are also then going out in the middle of the night and answering the calls, but then they come the next morning to show up to work to begin the day and really, really focus on helping those in need.
1: Now, um, staff in that call call center, the, the, the telephone line, or going out as an advocate in person, are those the only two types of volunteer roles do you have, or are there others even maybe lower hanging fruit for some people that might want to take some baby steps in getting involved with family service.
2: So to get involved, we really look for some people to be kind of our care package ambassadors, where we um, really look for people to uh, different groups to put together these care packages for us. And that's a very easy way of getting involved because we do need, we need um, new, we have to use new because it's a hospital setting. So we need um, new sweatpants, new t-shirts, new underwear, um, toiletries snacks so we do look for the community to even put together these packages and they bring it to us and that makes a world of difference for the people that we provide that to the response we get from somebody after that has occurred um, to them in the hospital um, when we are able just to provide them with a granola bar or a water or just a warm sweatshirt to put on it makes the world of difference so it's really great for the community to get involved in helping us put together those packages
1: Wow so what um, I'm assuming you're not overflowed with volunteers. You're open arms. If anyone comes and raises their hands and say, "Hey, I want to pitch in," yes, you'll you'll bring them in. Uh, what's the best way for them to actually find out more information about that side of the house, the volunteering?
2: So um, they could go to our website at familieserviceleague.org, um, and that tells information about how to get involved. Um, also, they could send us an email at info at familieserviceleague.org, and we'll be able to, you know, respond right away and let them know, hey, we're here, we need your help, we need your support, you know, because we really want to make this moment a movement, the moment around talking about sexual violence and really having the awareness out there. We want to turn this into a movement so that we could Help people in need, but also focus on the more important things of the prevention work and the prevention side of the work we do, which is a key component to our program as well, is doing prevention education, going into schools, going into colleges to focus on helping uh, reduce the likelihood of victimization later in life. So that's really one of our focuses too, is on prevention. So volunteers could help us focus on the crisis intervention so that we have time to really focus on the prevention piece.
1: It is quite amazing, even that number that you threw out in terms of the thousands of calls that you get, you, you think about not in my backyard, not in Essex County, Correct. Um, and yet those types of things are happening on a daily basis yes. here. Yes. Um, so um, we're asking everyone that we've brought onto the program so far, if, if you had a magic wand, um, could you share one personal holiday wish for your program? What would you love to see happen this next year in 2018 with Family Service League?
2: I think um, for us, I think what we would love to see is to have the community more involved and open in having this dialogue about sexual violence and that it does exist in our backyards that it is happening in every town in this county. Um, So I think that by having people more involved with us, um, by having people more um, ready to provide us with donations um, in the in-kind donations for our rape care packages is one of the bigger wishes that we would have. And for people to know that there is help available, that they could refer a friend or somebody who is struggling or an assault that happened 10, 15 years ago, that they could refer them back here. And we also don't just provide counseling to people who have been assaulted. We provide counseling to um, everybody who wants to seek services for a multitude of issues. Um, and we don't turn anyone away because they can't pay for treatment. So we, uh, our counseling fees are based upon a sliding scale. So people come in and we will never say, okay, you can't pay for treatment. You can't be seen here. We really um, feel important that people should have access to um, good counseling and good services. So we will work with people in order to provide that service and no one is turned away
1: so um foundation grants or individual donations must make up a large portion of your budget then to to be able to afford to provide those services
2: yes and we do rely on some volunteer therapists as well um so some of the therapists after they come through are very um superb internship program end up staying on and volunteering their time because they are so committed to the mission here. Um, So we do rely on a lot of volunteer therapy by professional therapists who come back and volunteer their time to see clients here without pay. Um, so it's, it's really a great place, and um, people really find that the work we're doing is so important that they're willing to give up a lot for themselves to make sure that we continue to exist here.
1: I think that says a lot about the quality of service and care that you guys are providing. Yes. Um, well, this is the time of year. There are so many good charities that are coming out of the woodwork, uh, giving Tuesday right to the end of the year in December, especially during the holiday season. Um, after hearing some of your stories, there's definitely listeners here today, I guarantee it, that are now able to consider donating to the Greater NeuroCology Fund and supporting your organization. What would you say to that person who's listening in and, and you know, leaning forward now in their chair or a little bit curious um, or on the fence about making a donation today? How would you encourage them to do that today?
2: I would encourage them to think about, um, our most vulnerable populations who often don't have a voice. And um, people who've been assaulted um, and violated, they often don't have that voice. So um, I appeal to the people to consider making a donation so that we could help them develop that voice again. Um, And because these type of trauma impacts every aspect of their life.
1: Look, we believe that it's people like you right here in our own backyard who are being bold enough to make a decision to dedicate your own vocation right? Your whole entire work life is dedicated to this type of work. And that really makes you one of our own holiday heroes. Mm -hmm. Over the last year, what what do you think, reflecting back at Family Service League, what would you say would be like your best day ever working at your organization?
2: Um, I think the best day we've had is when we receive feedback from clients, and we have a staff meeting every Monday um, where the staff come in and talk about the challenges, um, the calls over the weekend, but when we had some of those, um, the staff share some stories where in the hospital room when somebody just leaned over and said, I couldn't do this without you being here, or when um, our counseling clients write us these nice cards and letters saying that this place is what's changed their life and kept them alive, so there's not just one Um, it's really those small moments that keep us going because this work is very difficult. Um, you know, the, the staff here get, there's the pay. You're not in this for high pay. Um, you're not in this for weekends off. You're not in this for evenings off. They're really in it for the, to cherish those small moments to know that we need a difference in that person's life. Um, and that's really what brings us here every, every week and being with the staff and hearing these stories and being so, um, you know, proud of the work that they do is really what is, keeps us going and, and is moments throughout the year. So it's really hard to pinpoint that one particular moment. Well,
1: Christine, thank you so much for sacrificing your time and talents and the rest of your team as well. Um, we, we really do think that it's heroes like you that make a difference where it counts. If someone wanted to reach out to you after hearing your story today, what's the best way for them to connect or learn more about what you do or the organization itself?
2: So our website is a great resource. Um, it's familieserviceleague.org. Um We are on Facebook, Family Service League slash Save of Essex County, um, as well as just a general email, info at um, league.org, Or our office, we can be reached at 973-746-0800. Um, and that could, you could call to make an appointment or call for more information because I thought, I do hope that those are listening too. um, if they are some of their own difficulties that feel, please call us and we could try to provide help for you.
1: Gotcha. And just one, one more time, that number for the hotline or if someone has. Yeah. So the number for the hotline the is one
2: 733 2273
1: Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Well, thank, thank you again for coming on the show today. Um, and thank you for all of our listeners for taking the time to hear our conversation with today's holiday here. I invite you to learn a little bit more about the Greater Newark Holiday Fund at 2017.holidayfund.org and the whole portfolio of social service agencies joining Family Service League that we are supporting this year. Remember, when you donate, you're making a difference where it counts. Till next time, I'm Kenny Jang, host of the podcast, Be good and be generous this holiday season.
2: Thank you.
0: If you enjoyed today's session, please help us share the work of the Greater Newark Holiday Fund with friends and family who can make a difference in northern New Jersey. You can do that by leaving a review on iTunes or by sharing our website, 2017.holidayfund.org, with your network. We believe that those who practice generosity during this critical time of year are our very own hometown holiday heroes. Let your generosity make a difference where it counts. The Greater Newark Holiday Fund is a giving partner you can believe in, trusted by more than 20 corporate and foundation grants and thousands of individual donors just like you. And don't forget to join us every week right here for the next installment of the Hometown Heroes of Jersey podcast.